You are listening to SFC Radio, The Sounds of Brooklyn Heights. Hi everyone, it's Ivana here. And Alexa. And I'm Hennessy's. Welcome back to the fourth episode of Everything Relevant. We have so many things that we're really excited to talk about this week. Everything from Miley Cyrus's new album to all the current TikTok drama. So let's get right into this week's tea. Our first topic this week, I know Ivana and Hennessy don't know a lot about, so I want to know your opinions. It's about the D'Amelio sisters getting canceled on TikTok. Pretty much all over social media, both the sisters got a lot of hate. And it all came from their YouTube video that they posted on like their family channel with their parents. It was Charlie, Dixie, her mom, their mom, their dad, and James Charles was there too in the video. And he, and so they hired a chef to make like a really fancy dinner. And this is like where the problem started. The chef made snails. Ew. As cargo. And they made, and Dixie ate it and she started like gagging, throwing up and like, not really making a scene because like even like you just said that's gross like to eat a snail and she like threw up in front of like the personal chef so everyone online was like dixie is so disrespectful she doesn't deserve anything how could she do that to her chef like she's so ungrateful like all this stuff everyone was just hating on dixie for acting that way but what do you guys think like eating like eating a snail like what would your reaction be i don't know like i mean I would never eat a snail. That's not my, you know, cup of tea. I mean, the only thing is, I don't think I would do that right in front of the personal chef. Like, I feel like I would feel bad that he just saw me throw up his food, you know? But they were like, but the, the, like, the family was saying, like, he's been our chef for months now, like, we're close with him. Like, it was never, like, in a harmful way. And then the Dixie actually came out and said that it was, like, part of, like, a stunt for the video, like, like a comedy skit part of the video like to act like that i mean it was and everyone was like you're 19 years old you should know better but yeah i thought i didn't know about it but i actually did see it when she like came on tiktok and said that like they knew that she didn't like it so that's why they did it just to prank her and that her reaction was like that i mean i feel like if the chef did not feel bad i don't feel like we should feel bad and it and you can tell that she's looking at someone in the can- like in the video, like, what is this? Like, like, why are you giving this to just me? So it's not, it's not like she was being disrespectful, but if you don't like something, I'm a very picky eater, and if there's something I don't like, and I'm kind of, like, being passively aggressive, aggressively, like, forced to eat, like, I might just not react the best way at the moment, you know? Yeah, and it's not like it was, like, a steak that she spit out either, or, like, like something like like it was a snail like that's gross anyway the second part of the video that everyone was mad about was um charlie was just talking about it was like right before charlie was gonna hit a mil 100 million on tiktok and she was saying she said how cool it would be if she hit 100 million the same day that she hit 1 million like if it lined up equally and james charles like oh 95 wasn't enough She's like, I didn't mean it that way. She's like, I was talking about numbers. And after she said that, a bunch of people were like, oh, you just see your followers as numbers. You don't see them as people. You're ungrateful. And then she actually lost, like, over a million followers, like, the next day. Like, it was, like, a big thing. She was, like, crying on live. Like, it was such a big thing. But she winds up hitting 100 million anyway. I can't believe this is what people talk about. Like, I can't believe they're crying over the snails and then they're crying over the followers. Like, I kind of just think that's, like, that blows my mind. 
I think what Charlie did is way less. Not that what Dixie did is wrong either. Like, she literally just ate a gross food and spit it out. But Charlie was just talking about a goal that she wanted to reach, like a milestone, like how cool it would be. Like, like how cool would be if I graduated college, like, the same day I did this. Like, that's just all she really meant. Like, you know, like, it wasn't, like, a bad thing when she said she was just talking about her goals and stuff. And James Charles went on and was, like, he went on to say, like, because people were like, good for James, like, my respect for James and putting, like, the up symbol and then for, like, my respect for Charlie, like, the down symbol. And James was like, I love Charlie. I was never being mean to her. Whatever she said was not, like, wrong. Like, she was, she's just talking about her goals, like, all that stuff. I just think that it is very stupid that people find little things like that to make other people feel bad. Because if I would have watched the video not knowing any of this, I probably wouldn't have found anything wrong with it. So I'm just thinking, like, what is going on? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, I just feel like it's so childish and, like, people have nothing better to do. And I kind of feel bad for them. But I guess that's what happens when you choose to be in the public eye, you know? They're just going to have to get a tough skin and try to, like, work through it. Because people are always going to have something to say. That's exactly what everyone was saying, like, especially to Charlie, like, how she went on live and was, like, crying. I mean, Charlie's only 16, Dixie's 19, like, they're young. Like, everyone, but... I don't know. It was just real. I felt so bad for them. Like, because there are so many people who do so many worse things that continue to just not, like, their fans don't even make a big deal out of them than to try and cancel someone over spitting up a snail and talking about a goal. I mean, yeah, I feel like everyone kind of, like, gave TikTokers, like, all this fame, but now they just hate everything that they do. And, like, there's other, like, two people that, get like roasted all the time by the audience and these are Addison Ray and Bryce Hall like they had like a really tough relationship and people just talk about them all the time when they're like together when they're not together and they just admitted that they are together and they posted a YouTube video I don't know if you guys saw it or heard about it um Alexa did you hear about it Yes, I, I saw the Instagram pictures, and then I went and watched the YouTube video, because I was like, I have to see what this is going to say. And honestly, the YouTube video made, like, no sense. Like, it was so confusing. It was just, like, them answering questions, and, like, the last question they answered, like, are are you dating? And they're like, yes, and they kiss. But she was, the, Addison was saying, like, in the video, she was like, this is going to be our second Christmas together. This is going to be our second New Year's Eve kiss, like, on midnight together. And, like, all this stuff. And then she was like, and Bryce and me started dating two months ago. Like, October 13th, she said. And I was like, then how is this, like, your second Christmas together? Well, isn't it? I don't really know the story. And I didn't really pay attention to it. I just knew about the Instagram post. But isn't, like, they've always been back and forth for a long time. So maybe they were just, like, had a thing at that time. They said that they only dated for, like, three days before October, like, they were like, oh, yeah, it was just three days. And then they were saying the incident at Bryce's birthday party, which I'm not sure. Does anyone know what that is? No. Got with another girl. So I don't know. It might be something like that because he winded up writing her a letter. And she said, like, that was one of the questions, like, what's the nicest thing Bryce ever gave you? And she was like, the letter he wrote to me after his birthday party incident. What I think is very interesting is that before they were, like, as we mentioned, on and off, and they were never, like, posting really any pictures together or like anything seemed to be romantic and then in this video they're like kissing all over each other they're like exercising but basically like just touching like every single second mm -hmm. and it was just like a 
weird view from like not seeing even a single picture of them to now seeing them like so like in love it was just a different view I feel. like part of me thinks they're just like doing this on purpose and i i thought that too and then i saw a tiktok you know larry 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 uh-huh you know what I'm talking about he's like a tiktoker youtube too he's in like the group with Ariant with uh addison and bryce like they're in the same group and he made like a diss track like over the summer and he said something about like bryce and addison how like they're never gonna get together or like get back together or whatever and then he just posted a tiktok like duetting addison and bryce like kissing or doing like a couple's dance or something and he was like do i have to change the lyrics to my song now and someone commented on it and was like don't worry they're gonna break up in a week and he was like no they're perfect in real life i mean i don't know if they're gonna last because they even made fun of that in their youtube like video i don't know if they were just trying to like be cool about it or if they actually don't know if they're gonna last i don't yeah. know if you remember that alexa that she was saying well let's just see how this goes let's see how long we last like our due date like our expiration date for this relationship is like in December, like something. And I was like, I mean, it's kind of funny that you're taking it, you know, as a joke instead of like taking it too hard. But then again, are you, are you serious about it? You know? Yeah, I don't know. Especially because the way she's talking about it, saying how it was, this is going to be like their second Christmas and like their second New Year's together. I guess their relationship just like from the start was never serious. Yeah. Plus then after that she said that they started dating officially dating two months ago but they spent last christmas as a couple which is just weird well mm -hmm. in other relationship news megan fox and kelly clarkson i'm just going to talk about this briefly but they both have gone through divorces recently and kelly clarkson has been taking it a lot harder than megan fox because kelly clarkson you know she has kids with her husband and they're just like there's a custody battle right now so far, she has um, prime custody over her children, but I think the dad's, like, having a problem with it and all that stuff. But with Megan Fox, like, she's been really happy, and she's actually dating Machine Gun Kelly now. I don't know if you guys know about it, but I'm actually happy for her, and I'm just glad that they're both moving on. I kind of feel bad for Kelly Clarkson, but I just wanted to put that out there because we're talking about relationships. Yeah, Kelly, um, not Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan, Megan Fox are a very cute couple. Yeah, I don't, I didn't really know that they opened up about it, but even though Kelly Clarkson's game is a little bit more, you know, difficult, at least she's, you know, moved on. Is Kelly Clarkson's ex, like, someone famous? Well, he actually used to be her manager. So, like, he's not, like, famous, but he's in the entertainment industry, if that makes sense. So another thing that I just wanted to talk about also was, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's a show called Saved by the Bell, and it used to be very famous, like, years ago, and now they have a remake with a whole bunch of, like, different stars I'm not really familiar with, but I was actually really upset to hear that they made fun of um, Selena Gomez's kidney transplant, and they wrote on the wall with graffiti, oh, S Selena Gomez doesn't have kid doesn't have kidneys or they said does selena gomez have kidneys and then they made like a scenario where two girls were talking about her kidney transplant and one joke saying selena gomez got her kidney from justin bieber's mom and then the other girl said no that's not true you got it she got it from demi lovato meanwhile these are people that are not a part of selena's life anymore and have caused a lot of drama with her 
So I just thought it was wrong because of that. And two, they were making fun of someone's illness, which is like really wrong. So a whole bunch of fans and a whole bunch of people like went wild about it. And there was a trend on Twitter trending saying respect Selena Gomez. And her best friend who even donated to kidney spoke up about it and was like, don't even like she was she said that not only Selena Gomez was offended she was offended too because she donated the kidney and donors should be acknowledged too because that's something really personal and really um risky to do for somebody so I just felt really bad I wanted to mention that and I was really surprised that they would even do something like that because making fun of someone's illness is no joke did Selena speak out about it no the only um person that spoke out about it was like the person who donated the kidney to her which is Francia Raisa I don't know how to pronounce it and then the tv company said that they'll be donating to her charity and they apologized oh wow oh I wonder if they're gonna get in trouble Mm -hmm. for sure I felt so bad for Selena but I don't think she's gonna talk about it because I think she just doesn't have any time for negative energy so she's not gonna like say much because even when the Justin Bieber scandal came out um she didn't want to talk about it like she didn't address it so I think she's just picking and choosing what she will address yeah I feel like they're like nothing she says about this like will change what they did so it would just be pointless yeah exactly you are listening to SFC radio the sounds of Brooklyn Heights Hi, everyone. We just wanted to take a quick break to give a shout out to our friend show. It's called Listen Closely and it's hosted by our friends Maftuna and Dylan. You can check it out on the SFC radio website, Spotify and SoundCloud. Now, here's a little promo of their show. This is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. What's up, everybody? My name is Dylan from Listen Closely podcast. In this day and age where music has become very fast paced and brief through social media, We want to challenge our listeners to listen closely. Listen Closely podcast will analyze and enjoy music of both generations from past and present and bring light to where they stand today by listening closely. Hope you guys listen. Peace out. Okay, so moving on to our next topic, I want to talk about Grey's Anatomy's return. I don't know if you guys have seen the new episodes they have. They're already on Netflix. If you have, please talk about it. Let me know how it is. I recommend anyone who loves the medical industry to watch it. I love the show. And, you know, I have medical parents. Like I have people in the family in the medical industry. So it's inspired me to watch it to begin with. And I love it. And it's really dramatic and really interesting. But it's also really heartbreaking because it's about COVID and they're showing all the people dying and it's heartbreaking. But Patrick Dempsey comes back to the show. People won't really know until they watch it why that's a big deal. His name is McDreamy in the show, but I recommend everyone to watch it. He's very good looking, so it will make you very happy. They're very, very good luck good looking doctors. Wait, have you watched it? Or you have watched it? Who me? No, Hemesis. No, I've watched like every other season, but this new one that just came up, I haven't just because I feel like if I start it, I'll just want to watch every single episode and I don't have time right now, (laughs) but I will. I will. So in other news, Alexa, I know you wanted to talk about Miley Cyrus's new album, Plastic Hearts. So why don't we get into that really quickly? 
Yes, um, this is literally my favorite album of 2020. It was produced by, I know my favorite producer, Ryan Tedder, along with other people. This Have you guys listened to the album? I've heard some of it. She shades Liam Hemsworth, her ex-husband, a lot in it. She does. It's a lot of, like, moving on and, like, being her woman and one song specifically. I believe Golden G-String, which is an inappropriate name, but it has a lot to do with her past relation. It's 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 a great album, though. But My- then I know her beginning song, What the F Do I Know? That is yeah. about Liam and her shading him, saying, like, I'm going to move on, right? Yes, I listened to that song, too. And I also felt like the beat was really different, also from, like, all the other songs like in her other albums. I feel like this whole album was completely different. I mean, in my opinion, I don't know if you guys think yeah. that way. It was just. Yeah, I definitely thought that too. I thought this was like her first like mature album like that she's had for a long time. I feel like all her other albums were just like, like partying and having fun and being young. And But so I'm happy to see because I love Miley Cyrus. Me too. I'm happy for her I'm, and I'm happy that she's doing well. And I hope a lot of people listen to her album. So, guys, I wanted to talk to you about Bad Bunny. You guys know I love him, and I have some news about him. So, he dropped his album this week, and the name of the album is El Ultimo Tour del Mundo, which means the last tour of the world. And in this album, he's basically saying that he's retiring, which is very surprising for a lot of people and for a lot of his fans. So, I want to know what you guys think about it. If you guys heard anything about that? I didn't hear anything about it, about that at first, but I'm really, really sad because he represents our Puerto Rican blood, Henesis, and I really love him. I think he's really talented, but I know that being an artist could be very hard, and, you know, he lives a very fast-paced lifestyle, so I'm sure he's doing the right thing, but I don't think he's retiring for good. I feel like he's going to say that and come back. I think he's going to miss music since that's what he loves to do, but who knows? Honestly, wishing him the best. Yeah. I agree, and especially because, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Spotify re- released their 2020, like, they called their 2020 wrapped, and it's, like, all the data of, like, the who was most streamed and everything, like, most streamed song, and Bad Bunny was number one for, like, global Spotify, which is, like... I saw that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy, and to think that he's now retiring, but it's nice that he's going to give his fans one final album before he goes. Yeah, he actually dropped three albums this year which is not usual for you know any artist so I think it's really crazy that he is the number one you know artist streaming in Spotify right now because his music is in Spanish so the fact that a lot of people around the world are listening to something that they probably don't even understand is just crazy and cool at the same time I agree maybe he wants to settle down I know he has a girlfriend maybe he just wants to take things slow right now and everyone has to write too so let's wish Bad Bunny the best we're gonna miss him but we love him so it's okay on another note I wanted to talk about Taylor Swift because we were talking about music she's re-recording her new music uh not her new music she's re-recording her old music like such as songs love story that she admitted she re-recorded it's a big hit of hers it's because um scooter braun which is a big manager for other artists i met him at ariana grande's show he's ariana grande's manager justin bieber's manager demi lovato's manager he actually sold taylor swift's masters without her permission and she had no chance to 
get her master's for $300 million to another label. So now she's extremely angry and a lot of fans are going against him. And now it's forcing her, but she wants to do it. She wants to re-record her old music so she could gain that access to her old music back without it being sold to anybody and her label, because she's in a new label now. They're giving her full support. And yeah, I'm kind of excited to see how it goes because I heard it's going to be different, but it's going to be fun. I don't know if you guys are fans of hers, but what are your thoughts? I love Taylor Swift personally. When I was just talking about my Spotify rap, she was like my number three when I got like the all the stuff back but i didn't know that she was officially like recording re-recording all her own music i heard it like on the internet i read it and stuff but on the amas last week or the weekend before she won an award and she came on and said she's like i wish i could be here because it was just like a recording of her she's like i wish i could be here accepting this award but i'm actually re-recording all my old music right now and i was like no way like i didn't think she was actually doing it like that was the first time i like I heard it confirmed from her. So I think that's awesome. She's clearly so excited to be doing it. And I can't wait to hear all her new music. One, I want to say something real quick. So I guess everyone is sharing like their number one, number two, number three type artists on Spotify. And it just makes all the people that don't have Spotify feel excluded like myself. So I will definitely be getting Spotify. Like, what is this? People used to like Apple Music and now it's Spotify. I don't understand. Spotify over Apple Music every day. Really? Sure, I agree. <laughs> okay, going back to the Taylor Swift thing. Because um, <laughs> I have Apple Music, so I'm definitely losing this battle. You can, you can see your stats. Like, they do the same thing Apple Music. It's called Apple Music Replay. Oh, really? Well, I'm yeah, you just have to, like, you have to like, Google it, and then it, like, signs you into your account. Oh, no. Too much. I'll just... I'll, I'll just... <laughs> it's, not, it's not that hard. You could do it. You can really check. Okay, I, I will do it after we're done. Yeah. But, okay, so going back to Taylor Swift, um, I didn't hear anything about it, but I really do like her songs. Like, I'm not her number one fan, but I do like her songs, and I think she's very talented, so I'm really excited to hear what she comes up with because I think it's going to be really good, and I'm actually looking forward to it. Me too. So mm -hmm. I just want to say one more thing. We could talk about this very briefly, but I just want to ask you guys about the Grammy nominations and what you heard about it. Um, the weekend, Halsey and Selena Gomez did not get Grammy nominations, and that got every fan out there who were fans of them very mad. The weekend and Halsey said that the Grammys are corrupt and their fans deserve transparency. And everyone was upset because Selena didn't get a Grammy nomination for Lose You to Love Me, but Justin Bieber did for his song Yummy, and he still complained because he said, it wasn't in the category that he wanted. He wanted to be considered for R&B, but he got considered for pop. So what do you guys think about that? Do you think the Grammys are corrupt or what are your thoughts? Any concerns, opinions? I definitely agree that the Grammys are corrupt in some sort of way, just because like, for example, last year Grammys award, Billie Eilish won like every single category that she was nominated in. And he was even getting to the point like in the award show where they would like, show all the faces of everyone who was nominated before they say like the winner and you see her like saying to herself please not me please not me please not me everyone's like she shouldn't be feeling like that because she was just so embarrassed that every time an award got announced she was going up to get it like it's a great accomplishment but also at the same time how is that fair to all the other artists because she loves all the other artists too like when she won song of the year i believe 
she went up and she was like, I cannot believe I'm up here right now and Ariana's not. Thank you, Next should have won. She was like, that song, that album had gotten me through the whole year. Like, Ariana deserves this so much. I don't even deserve this. So even if the artists are saying it themselves now, like, that should, there should be a change, I think. Yeah. Also with the whole Justin Bieber reaction, I just... I don't know at this point. I feel like everything bothers Justin Bieber sometimes. It's just like something's going on with him. Sometimes he's like really calm and some other times he's just like all over the place. And I feel like this is just one of those times where he doesn't even know what to do with himself again. I am approving with the Justin Bieber hate, but I do agree about the nomination thing because a lot of people were saying that your team, actually like Justin's team, was the one who had to tell the Grammys that he should be in the pop category. So I don't know like why Justin would even say that he was in the wrong category because his team has to tell the Grammys I think what that's he should not be for. I think that's where there's a lot of miscommunication because I think his team definitely had something to do with it and Justin just probably didn't even know. So, but still he should be grateful. That's the only issue. Like he should be grateful that he got a Grammy nomination because other artists didn't get that. So I really hope something happens or there is transparency for the artists, but I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I agree. So that wraps up all the tea we had to talk about today, but we don't want to end this episode without playing our favorite game. So for those of you who are new here on Everything Relevant, we like to end every episode with this little game where Henesis will give me and Ivana a word in Spanish and we have to try and guess what it means, but... Ivana always knows what it means. <laughs> Henesis. Yes. Make sure Alexa gets this. I want Alexa to know Spanish and join our Spanish lingo. She's very, very good at it now, though, because she's gotten it the past couple of times. So I'm very proud of her, and she's doing very well. So, Alexa, don't doubt yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I got you guys. I will give you, Alexa, something related to Christmas, so that's a hint for you. And I want to give you a word or, yeah, a word that it's useful for you. And since, you know, Christmas is going on and there's a lot of people going out, you know, decorating houses. Oh. Um, I think I'm going to give you a word related okay. to Christmas, like I said before. Okay, so here it is. It's not really one word, but it's one thing. It's a thing that you're going to see. Okay. Okay, so it's... I'm ready. Okay, luces de Navidad. Luces de Navidad. Ivana, do you know what it is? Yeah. Okay, then do not. Luces de Navidad. Oh, look at you. With the pronunciation of everything. So it's something Christmas. Yeah, Navidad is Christmas. So yeah, you got one. So you you have to guess what luces mean. It's like, when you go, when you see the houses, you know. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. I'm going to get it. Okay. Luces, decorations. I don't. Lights, Chris, lights, Christmas, Christmas lights. Yes, yes. I think Google it. No, I didn't Google it. You said you said house. <laughs> I did, Alexa. But you're getting too good at it. You're making me feel bad. Am I giving you easy, easy words? Is that it? No, I think I'm just really <laughs> good at this now. You're just great at it, yeah. Alexa. I'm so proud of you. Thank oh, you. Yeah. You knew what it meant, right? Well, obviously, you knew. It. You always know what they mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Ivana's just like, "What is this? What is this a joke? This is not hard." <laughs> Ivana, 
I will do a harder one for the next one if if we have a next one, which we probably will. So we will do a harder one. You are listening to SFC Radio, The Sounds of Brooklyn Heights. So that is everything we have for you guys this week. This is our last episode of the semester, so thank you to everyone who is tuned in every week with Penesis, Ivana, and I. We hope to get back on here soon, so we'll see you guys next time on Everything Relevant. Bye!